man. You always keep them bitches. Welcome nah, to... Cool. All right, let's get this going. Let's get this going. Welcome to Better Late Than Never 3. You know, everybody been talking about these two shows to death. So we're going to name this Better Late Than Never 3 uh, International Wars. Why not? All right, welcome to the Two the Map Wrestlecast. Uh, this is a throwaway episode. We'll talk about Slammiversary and Forbidden Door. Like I said, everybody got their thoughts and opinions out there. I know this is what about We're going to take y'all back in time a little bit, get that flux to pass your feet. Uh, <laughs> flux to pass your get, uh, get out of here. <laughs> Han Solo looking at <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like, you know, I kind of feel like, yeah, let's get, let's get forbidden door out there. Actually, no, let's do slam reverse. You know, people, people want to come for the headliner, then they take off. We love y'all, but you know how the internet works. Nice. Like, come on, man. You, you know, nice. you close the door with a forbidden door. Right. So slam reverse, we happened. Um, I got clued into the aftermath, which really wasn't much. Um, got a couple people come back. Got a, we had a couple. It was just uh, we had the first ever women's being in a mountain match, which is a match concept that I never really liked coming from Impact. I think that was like the worst thing that Jeff Jarrett could create, as far as I'm concerned. But the women killed it and actually made me fall in love. Um, we gonna get there in a second, but uh, let, let's go in. Let's go in some kind of order. Uh, we don't do. We're not doing the buy-ins because the buy-ins are really throwaway matches. Like you got Shark Boy winning the reverse battle royal. That pretty much tells you everything. Say about that. Um, buy-ins are like watching a penguin and a pigeon fight. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Let's see the WWE, and they'll throw uh, a whole division of the water. Just like... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what the hell is the reverse battle royal? So basically. Everybody starts. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> I gotta explain this. Uh, from my understanding, the reverse battle royal is a gauntlet match and not a battle royal. People start outside the ring, then they come into the ring and just take out opponent after opponent. After. It's like slobber knocker mode in SmackDown. Here comes. Huh. Uh, that, that's yeah. pretty much what the reverse battle royal is. It's a cool concept because, you know, WWE trademarks everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it's kind of like a uh, uh, like like a Royal Rumble version of a lumberjack match. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, it's decent at times. It, this is like their third one, if I remember correctly. Uh, they're uh, decent. They're very decent matches. Yeah, they're very the third one. Matches. So I mean, they do a good job. I can't even knock them for it. Um, nah, it's very. Intriguing and not normal. So you, it's not something that you see like all the time. So it's something that sparks your interest when you get to see it. Yeah, it's kind of like if they were to ever bring back the six sided ring, you're going to want to see it because it's like, holy shit. Like, it's kind of like that. <laughs> the heck of ring. Right. So uh, Slammiversary was actually celebrating 20 years of impact, which kind of threw me off that they even had 20 years. Uh, but you know they had to throw their throw their pay per view on the asylum time there, which I can respect. I mean, history is history. Uh, they had the X Division match, the Ultimate X match, one of their trademark matches. 
I actually enjoyed this better than the TLC matches at times because you get a lot of crazy bumps and bruises and people literally putting their bodies on the line to entertain. It's a much riskier match. It's a much riskier, more athletic, more high speed than normal matches. And it is nice to see. It's nice not just to see the same old, oh, I'm going to climb a ladder, I'm going to put somebody through. Nah, this is, I'm going to climb that ladder. And I'm gonna put you through that table. Are you talking about when Jeff Hardy pulled up? Nah, nah, nah. They went old school Ultimate X. So the ladders involved. You had to go oh. across. That. You had to go across that rope. Yeah, they they brought it back out out from the. I think the women had one at um Hard to Kill. They killed it. Like, look, I'm sorry. Impact as a company, when it comes to how they push their women, to how WWE just recently started, like. Impact was doing it before it was cool. I will always give it. But uh, oh, going yeah. back to the magic question, we had Ace Austin versus Kenny King. Kenny King being a return in Impact, Impact wrestler versus Mike Bailey versus Trey Miguel versus Andrew Everett versus Alex Zane. Um, Ace Austin being introduced as a member of the Bullet Club, which I was like, I'm out of touch, because what the hell did Ace Austin join the Bullet Club? Like, like three months ago, I think? It, it, I mean, oh, yeah, I think I did remember seeing that. I do remember seeing that. So, yeah, I was actually shocked by that, but um, the Bullet Club being under under Jay White, they're making a lot that, of good moves. That throws me off still. But Jay White being the leader of Bullet Club? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I. It, but you know, they switch leaders every year. Honestly, bro. Yeah, bro. Every time I look up, it's a different leader. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I'm not saying that as a knock, because I get, I you know, there's a door. I completely get it. But every time I look up, you know, so it's, it's a new member of the Bullet Club. Well, I mean, hell, when you get kids to join the Bullet Club, you know, they have something. I think Jay's been doing the Bullet Club leadership for what almost two years now. I think he's the longest. Yeah, the longest leader. But he, the way he's looking at it, and I respect it, it's like he wants a more mature Bullet Club, which is understandable because of the, the serious competitor that he did. So, yeah, I, I, I like it. I like it. But um, yeah. So they do the they do the match. Of course, everybody's picking their spots. Um, honestly, I'm glad to see Speedball Mike Bailey back in the ring. I haven't seen him wrestle. For a long since Ring of Honor, when uh, like since the, er, the earlier days of Ring of Honor, right around the time the best friends got together, um, it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. So to see Mike Bailey back and to watch him take it all and be showcased semi globally is great. Wouldn't nobody be doing the whole barefoot kick pad thing if it wasn't for him? <laughs> so, Ain't that the truth? But yeah, they had it was it was exactly what you expected out of an Ultimate X match. Um, Ace Austin took some hits. Trey Miguel always puts on a great show. Like I would love to see him and Ricochet go at it one day. They, they're that similar. But Mike Bailey takes it all. I mean, it was, it was a very great way to open up the show as the exhibition offered. I'll tell you this much. I don't think I've ever been disappointed in a Mike Bailey match. Ever. Not at all. And then, uh, I probably had to do more research on him. 
Yeah, but throwing Trey Miguel, <laughs> throwing Trey Miguel into the mix after the from the Emory work that he's been putting on since the Rascals left, and so Andrew Everett is always a good pick when you need a backup. Alex Zane has drawn me a little bit. I'm really waiting for him to break out, but it was decent. It was a decent. Because Mike Davis did. Um, then, the, you know, like I said, celebrate 20 years. We have a lot of cameos from former Impact wrestlers. Uh, I think AJ Styles did a cameo. Um, AJ, Sting, uh, yeah. Hulk Hogan, a couple of them. But, I mean, it also shows... The one that was really the shocker, though, was the AJ Styles. I wouldn't yeah. necessarily call it a shocker because, I mean, think about it. Like, Jericho did the tribute on uh for John Cena or whatever. I think WWE is finally seeing how opening that uh, forbidden no. door is no, helping no, no, I get the door. I get that. No, I get that. I mean as far as WWE, I get you no, know, it's Chris Jericho. We, we we know what he is for the last 20, 30 years. Right. So I can understand them allowing him to speak on a you know a promo for John Cena of all people. If there's anyone we gonna say, yo, F this door for a quick second, it'll be for John Cena though, for real. Right. Especially given that it's Chris Jericho speaking. I'm more so speaking on the fact that they let AJ Styles, who they got a lot invested in, appear on another show. That's where I'm like, well, I didn't expect well, that. Well, I wouldn't even call it that because you got to remember, WWE did make that deal to buy out TNA's video library. So it could be, you know, obligated on that end too because um, Anthem doesn't own any of the original TNA uh, video. Uh-huh. WWE owns that right before um, Anthem took over. So. If Anthem still owns Impact, because I'm confused. But, <laughs> you know, so for them to be able to, I mean, it just kind of makes sense. And then, like I said, with wrestling being in the era that it's in now where anybody from anywhere can show up anywhere, I think WWE is kind of being like, look, we're losing viewers, our roster is there. Let's, let's toss some ideas at the wall and see what we can Literally what I think they're doing at this point is, Let's open up. Oh, damn, the rain. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) I was not ready for the rain. Uh, What I think WWE on that factor is doing is opening up that door, which is going to either hurt them, which is doubtful. It's not going to hurt. I don't think so. It's going to help them. But, I mean, them doing that is also going to help other promotions because now, hey, maybe somebody from New Japan wants to stay in New Japan but wants to, you know, come do WWE shows when they're in Japan. Well, I mean, it back might, in the day, go ahead. It, it might benefit, like, other people in general, which will help revive the wrestling scene, because but let's face facts. A lot of people aren't as interested as they used to be. Uh, the, yeah. Honestly, honestly, like, watching the amount of wrestling that I watch, <laughs> which is a lot of wrestling, I kind of feel like the industry is alive and well. It's just never, you're never going to reach the height of the Attitude Era. Like, nothing's ever going to be that high again. Because back then, even if you didn't watch wrestling, you knew who DX was, Stone Cold was. Like, you knew who these people were, even if you've never seen a show in life. Nowadays, it's, it's, it's just I feel not like, the same. Uh, I, I get what you're saying, but I feel like that still does exist. Because I I know, look, literally, 
my entire family, best friends, all know how much of a wrestling fan I am, though, for real, for real. Facts. My, what, my son's godfather literally asked my son. They, they just assumed that I would pass it on down to him, which I tried to to a certain degree, but he don't have his own little interest or whatever. Right. But my, his goddad asked him, yo, who's your favorite wrestler? And his legit answer was, well, I don't really watch wrestling. All I know is John Cena and Randy Orton. So I'm like, that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he, and he, he doesn't know anyone. He just knows them names, though, for real. I kind of feel, you know what he needs? He needs a, a, a best friend that's in the wrestling. Because I tell you, fuck my head up. Uh, when uh, Junior met, my son met my girl's son. He didn't care about wrestling at all. Now, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. hey, Dad, can we go to a show? Are you fucking <laughs> now you want to? Now you Come want on, to? Man. Like as much wrestling as I was, I've been trying to get you to watch this shit for years. Like not now you want to go see a live show. Like nah. <laughs> so that's all he needs. Better late than never. Like hey, better late than never. Hey, hey, <laughs> better late than never. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna apologize now if I cut out this lady. Oh uh, yeah, I hear it. I hear it a little bit. I picking up. Uh, then match number two, we had Rosemary teaming back up with Ty and Valkyrie. Going I was not against, expecting that. I wasn't either. I kind of felt like them splitting up in that program they had in Mexico was a good send-off for them as a whole. But Rosemary's been on it. Like, Rosemary... Got a little Rosemary's thick over the chance. No, that's Thunder Rose. I'm tripping. Oh, oh Thunder Rose? Oh, yeah. Thunder. <laughs> hey. Under, under Rosa, yeah, that's a whole other, whole other body of legend. But uh, <laughs> damn. But Rosemary, man, like she she's been putting on a good body of work with Havoc. They're doing the whole send off with Havoc and me, whatever they call him now. I, I don't, Mister Minister or whatever. So she disappeared naturally. Ty Bakery wants the tag team championship, so they go up against the Inspiration. Our good old friend, uh, Tanel Dashwood, and then, um, one of the beautiful people that's easily forgotten, Madison Rain. <laughs> so, yeah, they, uh, lose their championships nat- naturally. Madison Rain catches a broken nose, uh, legit broken nose. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Was it legitimate? Oh, yeah, that's, that, yeah, it's definitely legitimate because she was on impact the following week. Like, yo, the hell happening? Uh, purple and shit. Right. She had on the uh she had on the Ben Wallace mask. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Ben Wallace mask going across the face. Cody Rose special. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, so Rosemary and Ty Valkyrie take the championships. It was a solid match. It was what you expected. Two heavy hitters going against a girl who can't wrestle and a girl who just there because she used to be there for a long time. I didn't expect much out of this match, but I was still kind of It was one of those, like, yeah, it's entertaining, but I could have missed that. Yeah, but uh, the match that I, that got me excited was, uh, before we even get set up, Monsters Ball. Hey, y'all have never guessed who the participants were. Well, you know one. You'll know one. Um, you what? You'll know who one of the participants are because it's his kind of match. It wasn't Abyss. It was Sammy Callahan. 
and Moose. But I, I, boy, what I tell you, as far as big men go, if there's ever a wrestler right now who's putting together a crazy body of work, it's Moose. Yes, the last year, year and some change. The last two. The uh, as you know the, what? Yeah, it was yeah. uh, as Moose just been on my radar. Period. Since the whole uh, the impact championship what's the other championship and he was walking around still the legend it. championship like, no, i think that was the championship where uh, yeah. it, it, he said no i'm still world champion fuck what y'all talking about he had the old tna title yeah 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 <laughs> man moose's body of work these past few years has been nothing short of phenomenal nothing short of phenomenal as a heel he's he's been on the tear Bringing back Sammy Callahan to pick up where they left off. His matches against uh, W. Morrissey, formerly known as Big Cass. Them matches taking off. His recent matches with, uh, what is his name? I keep wanting to call him Kurt Angle so bad because he wrestles just like Walking Weapon. We're just going to use his alias until I remember. Yeah, um, I remember but Moose and Sammy Callahan put on one of the best Monsters Ball matches. I have seen it in a long time. Not no blood involved, which is odd for a Monsters Ball match. He had a little bit of blood. Sammy cut his arm open. Even without the blood, the thumbtacks, the way this match was constructed, uh, Moose losing, I think if I remember correctly. Yeah, Moose Moose lost the match, but yeah, it was it was nice. It was a nice little it was a nice little get together. It was well deserved. Um Moose got his little stuff in. Sammy, king of the hardcore scene right now, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, they put on a killer, man. It was, it was worth the shot. Uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was definitely delivered on what it was supposed to be. And, you know, Sammy Callahan being from Cleveland, Ohio, with a special place for him. But uh, how y'all feel about that? Crickets? Say, and I'll say that again. I, I said, so how y'all feel about that Monsters Ball and the way that worked out? Oh, I'm not, I wasn't too familiar about it. I just knew about the participants in it. Yeah. I mean, you basically covered everything I was going to say, so screw me, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, oh, I'm man, I'm, I missed I'm that sauce. I missed that song. <laughs> right, right, just, right. It was just me and Nike in here being all serious, just covering stuff. <laughs> a joke every once in a while for a, a recall from a previous episode. Right, we right, missed right. that right there. That, that right, right there. there. <laughs> That's why I'm the sauce, baby. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a great match. Um, then we had a match that I was looking forward to. Boy, I was I gotta get I gotta you had them boys. Boys, the Briscoes versus Good Brothers. I've been looking forward to this match for such a long time, man. Jay and Mark Briscoe are one of the unsung heroes of tag team wrestling. They 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 are the most underrated tag team as far as wrestling goes, in my opinion. They're going I'd say up in the last decade. In the last decade, man. You hear Reach for the Sky Boys, you know exactly what's going on. You know what's about to happen. They about to you start know, like like. In the word of Big E, there's going to be a lot of heat slapping together and bodies flying everywhere. It was just crazy. Um, it was a little bit of a... Cheap pounding. Yeah, cheap pounding. 
it was it was a nice good, it was a nice good pace match for the good brothers. It was a good brothers match with a little bit of a Briscoe twist. Um, the Briscoes win the tag team or the Briscoe or the, was it the Good Brothers? Let me double check. Good no, Brothers came no no the Good Brothers came out on top actually. Yeah, the Good Brothers came out on top. Um, Briscoes hit the what ground happened? running when they got there. Oh, so it when I got my. Uh... I'm like a fucking person with amnesia from a car crash. I'm like, duh! <laughs> but yeah, everybody got their shit in. Briscoe's fast paced, and the brother slowing it down. But the, back, the moment of it is after the match was over. AMW's music hit. We ain't talking to AMW rehash. We ain't talking to America's Most Wanted. You know, 2.0. We talking. My boy, the Cowboy James Storm, and Wildcat Chris Harris coming out. They came out with the beers because, you know, they always ready to go. They said, there are two things we like. Y'all represented, like fight, like drink beer. That seems like y'all got a lot of fight done, so it's time to drink some beer. They did it for every tag team in TNA history. Aggressive. I just felt like it was a great fucking moment. Both teams respect each other. And to have... One of the original, original tag team impact come out and just pay that homage. I thought it was a good feel. That's that's what a lot of people miss nowadays. Yeah. You got respect between wrestling. And listen, and they went out there and they fought it out. You got two big, you got four big country boys out there just doing their thing, man. Doing their thing. It was awesome. I mean, you got you got three and a half. Come on. Three and a half. Three and a half. Where the half come from? <laughs> you already know what the half is. Come on. Oh, you talking about you talking about Carl Anderson? The machine gun. Carl Anderson. Honestly, I kinda feel like when it comes to Carl Anderson, don't get me wrong, I respect his ability. But he's like like the equivalent of the generic wrestler number two. Like, yeah, like Gallows, Gallows got the size and the power advantage, and he just comes in and tries to copy every popular uh, technical wrestling. <laughs> he does the RKO. He does the sick kick. <laughs> he just yeah, doesn't but his stand up. face when he does everything. It's like, I just stuck a whole pack of warheads in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But uh, man, it was a, like I said, it was a great match overall. Just great for tag team, fan obviously. But the love they have for each other, right? Because uh, like I said, Impact had a lot of firsts that they don't get credit for. They they do. They have a lot of firsts that they just don't get credit for. Slammiversary was the night obviously. Uh, then uh, match number five. Kind of get through this card. Kinda. Again, I ain't got notes on me right now, so I'm... <laughs> yeah, the Imagine I woke up from a coma, and I right, know nothing. Right. We had the Impact Originals, Alex Shelley, Chris Shaven, the Motor City Machine Guns, another great tag team for Impact history. With the return of Frankie Kazarian, Nick Aldis, surprise opponent Davey Richards, versus Honor yeah, I... No More. I am never upset when I see Kazarian wrestle. Oh, no. Frank Kazarian can go for you. Uh, he, he's still performing at the top of his game. 
Well, it's Lewis Ford. And he's not trying to, you know, be too flashy, which is amazing. No, no, he was Most never. At this point, I feel like if you're going to talk about Frankie Barrier, I feel like he invented the term technical high flyer. I feel like he was the pioneer of stuff because nothing he ever does in the ring is for no reason. Especially when he's flashy. Right. It's to be effective. It's to be effective and it's to be precise. And I feel like he kind of coined that terminology of being a technical high flyer. Yes. I I, I will give him the grandfather of high flying. Right. Technical high flying, I should say. Yeah. Then they were going against out of talking about again, Frankie Kazarian. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, like his 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 abilities have never like, he can't be duped. Flex capacity, like he can't be duped. He can't be duped. <laughs> <laughs> then they were going up against Honor No More, Eddie Edwards, Matt Taven. Homie Matt Taven gets screen time. Man, I love it. Long awaited screen time. Long awaited screen time. Mike Bennett, who was completely done wrong by the industry as far as I'm concerned. PCO and Vincent. <laughs> so, so had, the last one you kind of cut out a little. PCO, who's been doing it since the late 80s as one of the Quebecers. That, that's some homework for that ass. Uh. <laughs> That's some homework for that homework. ass. That, that's a history paper for that. He was he was one of the no, homework. not the Quebecers. No, he was one of the Mounties. My fault. He was the Mounties tag team partner way back when. And for him to still be doing it on his level, are oh, you talking about PCO? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Him yeah. to be still doing it at his level, but you had the Kingdom, legendary Ring of Honor tag of faction with Vincent. Fucking Mike Bennett and Matt Taven teaming up with PCO and Eddie Edwards. You knew you was getting a clash. You knew you was getting it. It was it was it was a clash of styles that will never be duplicated in any other company. No, like you just knew it was going to be so special. It was, and then the I don't know more storyline. I kind of took a break from Impact. I was in the break the impact, but I feel like this, this storyline—the the climax of it, right? Oh, it's still going. Oh wow! Yeah, it's still going. Um, we gonna get to that. We are gonna get to that because uh, they got a tag team since the ending return. Well, so it's America's mm-hmm. most wanted and the Good Brothers because they took out Briscoe. Yeah, it's America's most wanted. Uh, no, that's at the next pay per view. Okay. Oh, there we go. Oh, it went back out. No, no, no. I did that. I just clicked it to see if it was working. <laughs> All right. But yeah, <laughs> so, um, of course, Impact. Oh, no, no, yeah, I forgot. Oh, yeah, Nick Aldis. Hey, Nick you Aldis. know there's only allowed to be one masked person in this gym. What you doing, dog? Nick Aldis, a.k.a. Magnus. I thought they were going to call him Magnus. That would have been funny. I had to hope I was kind of hoping. Uh, that, that, that would have been funny, like, not to bring out the old Magnus gimmick, but they're keeping it cool because you know, all this is waving that flag, probably. Facts. The way that the Rebel of Talent got down here is flooded with NWA. Yeah, like, he's waving that flag. Probably. 
But yeah, so of course Impact wins for the sake of the storyline. Um, and it, it was like I said, it was a nice clash of styles. Had a couple key moments in there, you know, Vince, everybody pulling off their shit, everybody flying around the ring. Of course, my boy Matt Taven, trendsetter. <laughs> everybody out there doing their thing. Like I said, this is a throwaway episode because I'm going off memory. And, you know, just if you like it, you like it. You know what you know. You just need to get this out of the way. All opinions. Right. You just need to get this out of the way. So, talk about it. Uh, then we have the, the Impact, the Impact Knockout Championship in the, in the mountain. Yeah, that, that yeah. Is that Queen is of the mouth. So for those who don't know, uh, this is uh Jeff Jarrett's baby. Um, it's a clusterfuck of a match. <laughs> I'll try to explain this the best I can. It's a ladder match, but in order, it's a reverse ladder match. They do a lot of reverses. So, Which is intriguing how they incorporate everything into it. So, I mean, I'll give them that. But for, those who, yeah, for, the, for those who don't know, the Queen of Queen in the Mountain match or the King of the Mountain match work, you have to get a pinfall. When a person gets a pinfall, they go into the penalty box. Whoever scores the pinfall gets the title, and they have to climb up the ladder, put the title on the hook. If you get knocked off the ladder, or if you get pinned, you're no longer qualified to climb the ladder. Fucking weird. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's like um a reverse elimination chamber ladder now, kind of. Yeah, like it's it, the best way to put it. It works in practice, it's not in concept. <laughs> but it is interesting to observe. I'll tell you what. Yeah. And then Mickey James was the special guest enforcer because you can't have an impact history celebration without Mickey James. I know a lot of people know Mickey from her WWE run, but she was one of the original knockouts. Facts. Where she was doing cage matches for women in WWE cage matches was cool. Like I said, impact get a lot of credit. They don't get credit. Yeah, but, uh. Of course, Big Mama Pump, Jordan Grace, wins it and is now your new. <laughs> Forgot about that name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she missed the build. Have, have you seen Jordan Grace? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she looked good, but she looked like she could choke out rock. <laughs> I was about to kind of look like a better version of China almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's. Try to trip me out. She's like, my husband made it to just the time. I'm like, you married? Not like your feet uh, pictures on. Whatever pay the bills. <laughs> Never pay the fucking bills. But uh, yeah, so she wins the match. She's your new Impact Wrestling Knockouts champion. Meeting Tasha Steels, who was holding it down. Like, Tasha Steels. Keep her in the title picture. Part of that title. There it go. 
big things Josh. could happen. The, 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 the walking weapon is Josh Alexander. I told you that shit was going to come. Oh, Josh yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Josh Alexander. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Josh, I, Josh Alexander, my brain instantly skipped to your boy, the uh, Ring of Honor world champion. Uh, oh, uh, John Moxley. No, no, that's AEW world champion. Oh. Uh Josh, J- Jonathan Gresham, my brain instantly went there. Oh, Jonathan Gresham? Hey, I got to catch yeah. up on Ring of Honor. Like, Jonathan Gresham? No, I mean, side note, he actually slated to appear on AEW tomorrow. But I might have to check oh. that out. I might have to um, check and, that out. Uh, Fuck, I'm missing Impact right now. Oh, oh. Not Impact, not Impact, um, NXT. NXT. I'm going yeah. to watch it later. I'm going to watch it later because I'm going to watch it later. Uh, but... Uh, Please, because I'm still at work, so... Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm not watching it right now either. But, um... Yeah, Josh... Uh, yeah, so... Queen of the Mountain, we about that. Big Mama Pump. The Impact Wrestling World Champion. Tasha Steeles does need to stay in the title picture. She raised that flag hard. She has the attitude. Is she part of the, uh, baddie section with, uh... Yeah. Dave Cargill? Yep. Or is that Kiara Hogan? It's Hogan and uh, yeah, I think it is Sasha Steels. Or is that no? That's Red Velvet. Uh, look, do not quote me right now because I could be a hundred percent wrong. I don't know, but she has appeared on um, or you know, they still got that Tony Khan owns it all right now outside of NWW. <laughs> she has appeared on there before. I think she was part of the daddy section. Kind of eased off her. But I've been watching uh, Tasha Steele's when she was another one of Booker T. Man, Booker T is putting them out there, ain't he? Yes. Man, that, that ROW, that reality, the wrestling training program works. Because a lot of his girls coming out of there, a lot of his men too, Street Profits, and a Booker T. Look, I'll say it straight up. When you train under the King Booker, you're going to come out like a knight, not a peasant. Bruh, I just got one question. Is it ready for Fly Death yet? No. <laughs> wherever Fly Death goes, I swear to God, they are going to take over them. They have Nobody, no, Nobody's ready for that yet. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, Abaddon was one of uh, Booker T. If I remember correctly, because wasn't she part of uh, wasn't she part of Legion, the original run? Yeah, she uh, was. Yeah, so all my man Booker T. That 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 one stop shop is kicking out some talent. Told you, bro. Kenny right. Booker only produces knights, not peasants. Right. So right. Hey. Work to it, Roxy, Roxanne Perez. We 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 get we get beside ourselves, but yeah, uh, definitely <laughs> keep uh, <laughs> definitely right. keeps you know, uh, Sasha Steel. Everybody at this point knows we go off on tangents, but always come back to the source. Yeah. So then we had oh yeah that match. Then we had Josh Alexander versus Eric Young. Mm, that was the one I was waiting to see. When I say Violent by Design is one of the hottest factions ever produced. 
I mean, I mean, like, Eric Young makes magic wherever he goes. I don't care. If he's playing a scared little kid on TV or if he's playing one of the most violent sons of bitches to ever step in the ring, like, Eric Young makes magic wherever he goes. As long as he doesn't talk, because sometimes I really just hate him talking. That's like a psycho. I mean, it's not even that. It sounds like he choked on 12 dicks in an hour. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. You know he's doing a Look, good I'm promo. Look, I'm glad this when... isn't live. Right. <laughs> you know he's doing a good promo when he, uh, when he's shooting snot. His apart. Yeah, he shoots snot out of his mouth because his throat is dry. <laughs> he get that little booger on the side of his lip. <laughs> hey, he don't really he... care. He just keep going. He just keep going. He gets a scratchy voice, and he probably bleeds from the throat after the fact. You know, that's how you know you're going to get Eric Young promo. But uh, the reason they call... Cigarettes roll them bitches up in one and smoke it in one shot. Right. But um, him and Eric... Josh, Josh Alexander and Eric Young killed it. Phenomenal. Killed it. It was a straight-up technical match. Eric Young got his shit in. Josh Alexander got his shit in. They went to TNA history. Dr. Alexander wearing the main event mafia fired Kurt Angle singlet. They pulled out some Sting shit. They pulled out some. No, the perfect shit. story was told though. Oh yeah, it was, it, was, it was definitely a perfect story. They they went through TNA history trying to kill each other. I mean, uh, and it was a great way to end the night. I feel like Samaversary was a was another one, another great show out of impact. Please step outside people. real quick. Can we please get these people on network television? Please. Like, Tony Khan, pull some numbers, get them another Spike team, because Spike rules the ranks right now. Watch Spike. <laughs> oh, here, right. I got one for you. Tony Khan, get some sort of wrestling organization going on on, like, Comedy Central, even. Yeah, like, I mean, hell, you got TBS and uh, TNT? Get them get impact on one of them. Like they, 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 the the body of work that they putting out up there in Canada, man, they kill it. They are killing, and the history is there. And it's kind of a shame that like they don't get the recognition as far as everything that they're putting on their roster, all the hard work that the roster's pulling off, bringing in I don't know more, bringing in some of the impact originals to stay there. Aiden English on commentary. Josh Matthews. I never thought I'd see the day that Josh Matthews is actually decent on commentary. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I so. think I just blocked him out because I've never found him interesting. Yeah, but like he, him and Aiden English work well together. I just feel like this is another solid show. Getting into the next pay per view. Hey. I'm cool with it. I still kind of wish James Storms would have been Cowboy goes where Cowboy wants to go. And, uh, yeah, he's home. <laughs> he's definitely... But, but, but can we give him the moniker of Cowboy? Because we already got one Cowboy. Uh, James Storm is the original Cowboy. What are you talking about? Cowboy James, <laughs> Storm, Cowboy James Storm came way before Hangman Adam Page. Yeah. James I mean, Thor, he's... But... Nah. I'm mean, gonna get nah, me wrong. I was just talking to myself. I respect Adam Page as an actor. 
Okay. But he needs to make some changes to his ending episode. And he needs to he will get lost in that mid card shuffle if you don't step it up. Man. Friends with the presidents of the company, but uh, right. that's about as far as it goes. So. <laughs> that's about as far as it goes. Because then if somebody comes in better than you, I, I haven't seen, in my personal opinion, I'm sorry if you're an Adam Page fan, I haven't seen a memorable Adam Page back since I found out who guy is. And this is going all the way back to Ring of Honor and him being an honorary member of the Bullet Club, the Cody kicking him out. The, like I've, I've, I know Adam Page as when far he was as in every, New Japan, right? Like I, Japan, I, yeah, like I'm, I'm familiar with Adam Page, but I just he personally, I, it to me, that's just me. His mic <laughs> skills aren't that great either. No, like he, he's he's not ready to be a top guy. I, mean, I kind of feel like he's to go under a veteran for a little bit and repackage. Himself. Still be the hangman out of page, but I, I need I need a little bit more that that it factor doesn't have it. That's just me. Speaking of AEW, good segue. Um. <laughs> Finally get to talk about the Finn Door. Oh, oh, there, oh, there. oh, somebody opened up the Finn Door. Oh, oh. There is not one bad thing I can say about this. Did they, was the car changed because, you know, people had visa issues or, you know, people got got sick and couldn't make the show. Yeah. But... Oh, yeah, they had to switch me. strategically worked around it very well. Oh, they did. Tony Khan took daddy's money and put that shit to work. Let's just call it what it is. Let's just call it what it is. Let's hop into this show. Are we gonna do the buy-in? You know what? Know what? No. Nah. Okay, fireworks. Okay. So we're gonna start off with the first match of the night. Jericho Appreciation Society. I'm surprised that name still sticks. Jazz. <laughs> Fireball. Jazz versus the Misfits. Fuck it. That's what we're right, doing. Right. The Misfits. I wouldn't even call him the Misfits. Jazz Chris Misfits. Jericho is going around calling himself a wizard now. He's going to go Fireballs. <laughs> said, I'm a yeah, wizard. I can dance in a tutu, but I don't call myself a fairy. Right. <laughs> I was just saying. I'm a wizard. All right, you're a wizard, Harry. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we had Sammy Guevara, right? Sammy Guevara and Jericho Appreciation Society. Right? We might as well call it. Like, we might as well just Sammy Guevara is never going to leave Chris Jericho's side. So just make him a member of Jericho Society. Like, let's call it what it is. 
But it's a good thing that they don't officially do that and incorporate him into that because he is doing great as a singles. Oh, yeah. WWE, look at that. Like, I kind of feel like whenever a superstar succeeds in another company, Vince kicks himself in the fucking head. Well, like, he ain't got damn. no say no more. Right, like, oh, well, At the yeah. moment. I, I, honestly, I kind of feel like better product I've seen. I've never seen it. But based on well, what I've seen so far. It's not just Stephanie. You know, she's she's asking Hunter for help. Until I know that for sure. Pardon the interruption. Until I know that for sure. I'm going to get Stephanie the credit. No, what? Yes, what, 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 I, what I miss? Oh, we were talking about uh, like, Sam oh, Guevara and WWE. Oh, he miss- Man, and, uh, he missed the whole joke. Just like his life. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were talking about uh, Sammy Guevara in the Jericho Appreciation Society and how Jericho called himself a wizard and kind of weird. 50 year old man that's going to be a wizard because he finally figured out the fireballs. <laughs> and I Wait, said I could what? dance around in it. Yeah, okay. okay. When's uh, the last time we watched AEW? Jericho's Let's just get engaged where you at. Um. The night after, oh, the uh, the interim, the interim championship. What, what, what a rampage? I mean, dynamite. What are we talking about? And dynamite, yeah, dynamite. The whole Jericho, oh, no, nah, uh, yeah, probably about two or three weeks ago. It was probably the week before, yeah, okay. about two weeks ago, though. Well, go ahead, go ahead. So, you know, since all right, let's just clear the air on Chris Jericho. So, Chris Jericho <laughs> is Sammy Guevara's mentor, which is why mm-hmm. he sticks so close to Jericho. Which is smart because if you're gonna learn from anybody, learn from somebody who's done it all, okay, <laughs> in this business and who knows how to adjust with it. Uh, but uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society is just Chris Jericho and his buddies throwing fireballs at people facing. Jericho's calling himself a wizard, and they're supposed to be sports entertainers. They're kind of playing off the Vince McMahon thing where anybody could be a wrestler, but who can be a sports entertainer? They're kind of playing okay, off okay. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're a From the faction. interview. From the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're a hill yeah. faction of sports entertainers. <laughs> and they're not wrestlers. So. <laughs> but like I said, Jericho can call himself a wizard all he wants. I could Jer- throw on a tutu and dance around, but I can call myself a fairy. <laughs> but it's Jericho. He has so many gimmicks. He's like Method Man. He has so many damn gimmicks. He don't know which one to do. <laughs> I mean, I can't even argue with that. Right. But uh, they go against the wrestlers. Eddie Kingston and the the wrestlers. They go against Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shada Uno. Omino. I'm off. I I messed that up. Shuda Omino, who is one of the young lions coming out of Japan, who got it. Who got it. Um, They played on some old Chris Jericho stuff when he was down in Japan for a hiccup after where he attacked uh, Yumino's father, and they kind of say like he's getting his revenge, and it was it was shooters, it was shooters uh, coming out party. Like if you ever want to display a young talent coming out of Japan, and Forbidden Door, let first of all let's get this out of the way. They had an American and Japanese sign out, like it felt like an equal. Yes, like, they did a really good job of maintaining that. They're getting the best of both worlds here. And for them to let, uh, let Shada come out and just have his coming out party and just 
put on a, a clinic. I just felt like that was great. Even even though the Jericho Appreciation Society won to kind of put forward that crap. Yeah, it was, it was just a, a great over. Because you know that's just going to make Kingston even more mad and do even more you know, shit. But you know what I like about Eddie Kingston, though? Like, is that He's real? He's got heart. He got that real hood energy, man. Like, you can tell he's from New York. He don't take no shit. He grew up in the Bronx. Like, he's the blueprint from a Bronx of a Bronx native who just don't take no shit. Welcome to the East Coast life, baby. Right. He just happens to know a little Japanese wrestling. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, he like that black dude that know Chinese out of nowhere, but only because he learned some shit. Like, hmm. <laughs> you know, and I fuck, I fuck with Eddie Kingston. Uh, but, uh, and then Wheeler Yuta, another person who's had a phenomenal fucking fight, pushing Daniel Bryan to his limit. Well, Bryan Downs. I'm sorry. Oh, I this out. Uh, pushing Bryan Downs into his limits. His body of work this year so far, as far as AEW's. And I can stand it because commentary is man. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Like, I, I just felt like this was a great way to keep off the show. Look, I hate to say it, but commentary is most of the time one-sided. Like, both people are in accordance to the one group that they're rooting for. They don't... <sighs> That's why I enjoy when, like, they get, like, Jericho on commentary and stuff. Because he'll look at him and be like, y'all are idiots. You not see this other wrestler <laughs> busting his ass? Get out of here! Right. So it's, it's I don't know. But um, thoughts on that opening match? It was open. Uh, it was a wild opener at that. Wild. Fuck. Yeah. <sighs> Remember correctly? Somebody got tossed off, tossed either off or through the cage, right? Uh, they didn't they have, have the one no, cage no, 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 uh, blood and blood and guts. Is, uh, that was the that was, I was on. I yeah, that was a show. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. My bad. Like yeah, this I was said. just a six man tag. Like I said, no notes. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah I'm I mean, doing this at work, guys. Sorry. <laughs> well, did you even uh, did you get to see it, Jim? Parts of it. My boy ordered it, sent me the code, so I only caught hot the highlights of it. Oh okay. But yeah, it was good. I mean, the uh, it's better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was good. I'm going to send you the link. This ain't going up on YouTube, by the way. Like I said, this is a full episode. This is World's Racing Podcast. Well, now, uh, if you go to AEW Wrestling on YouTube, you can see the full card. Yeah, the full card. Oh, yeah, the full card. I'm talking about the link to uh, see the full show. Uh, <laughs> but, no, uh, yeah, for, yeah. Uh, for Better Door, they have the full thing on YouTube. Oh, okay, that's cool, that's cool. I mean, it was a phenomenal Wait, event. so the opener was the Jericho and Sammy match? Oh, the Jericho. Yes. It was the six-man tag. Six-man tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jericho. Yeah. Um, a highlight for me, well, I mean, of course, the Jericho Appreciation Society won, but that leads into Dynamite. We got a surprise later on in the show that even caught me off guard. I'm usually tuned in to stuff. All right. I was about to say, come on, don't unwrap that gift yet. Don't I'm not going to wrap it yet. Yeah, 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 because yeah, uh, when I say I was in, like, this was, like, a dream 
the show for me. I, I got to see. I got to see a lot of talent <clears throat> that doesn't necessarily get broadcasted here. People like Zack Saber Jr. When you haven't seen on network television television since the Cruiserweight Invitational Tournament. Uh, the next match we're getting into Jeff Cobb, who doesn't wrestle here much. That you wouldn't know unless you know, like I know, that he was Matanza Cueto on Lucha Underground. Like, <laughs> a lot yeah, I of... I bet everybody was just like, who the hell is that? And then you said that name, and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, so, like, when you see stuff like that on shows like this, yo, this is really huge. Um, getting into the tag team, I was going to say, with it. it was for... The IWGP Tag Team Championships and the Ring of Honor Championship. So they're defending both titles. You have FTR versus, or FTR, Cash Wheeler, Dax Hardwood, uh, formerly the Revival, for those who don't know. <laughs> um, the, in, the uh, United Empire with Jeff Cobb and the Great Ocon, which. My first time seeing the great O'Connor. And I'm convinced. I, 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 he, yeah, I, I'm very convinced. Versus he's Rapunzel. Got talent. Yeah, he definitely does. Versus Rapunzel Vice, Trip Moretta, and Rocky Romero, which caught me off guard. Because I, 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 I didn't think that Rapunzel Vice was ever getting back together. Best friends got back together. Everything was great. Um, it was, I wasn't expecting Rocky in that, truthfully. It was another banger. I, that's one thing I honestly think. Every match was a banger. Every match on this yeah, show was wasn't, a I was not disappointed at all. Not in a uh, single one. Everybody got their shit in. You got Jeff Cobb, Taz Jr., as I like to call him, tossing bodies around <laughs> as only he can, doing moonsaults. Brad O'Conn, another big powerhouse, tossing bodies around. Brent Beretta and his under under underrated injury skill, his technical ability. Rocky Romero, who's just a, uh, a fucking wild card on any card. And then of course FTR with their their precise tag team wrestling. It was just a good clash, a good clash of us. Bodies flying, people jumping, diving, flipping. It was a clinic. <laughs> I was about to say, you might as well have just thrown them in the back of a truck and kick the truck down a mountain. Pretty much. It, it, was, it was great. It was controlled chaos. Awesome. Uh, any thoughts on that, guys? Guess not. Guess not. Yeah, guess not. Well, here's I mean, my question. Again. Again, you son of a bitch, you ripped out my tongue, wiped it all over the mic, and went, Here we go. I can't help it. I do this. I do this. I can't help it. Uh, Only to me. Only to me. <laughs> but you know what? My question is. I want to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to say something. You're like, nah, I already covered that. I'm like, you son of a biscuit. <laughs> so here's my question Who did it better? Mm-hmm. Them or the, uh, the Usos and uh, Street Profits? If you had to compare oh. matches. See, look, ah. Damn, look. I'm, have, I, I'm, I'm actually going to have to cut the Usos and the Street Profits out. 
on this one. No, look, my thing is they did it by I, losers, did not do it going better. from 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 everybody's reaction to this match. I, I would put this match over that Usos versus Street Profits match. Only reason I can't personally do it is because I didn't sit and watch that match to sit up there and feel it and be like, okay, this match was better than that match. I, I'm like, now I'm gonna go back and watch that specific match. Yeah, you got to, you got to. You're getting a third-hand review on that one, so you're like, I'm hearing yeah, about basically, it. Basically, basically. Now yeah. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. So of course, FTR wins it all because again, it's FTR. It's FTR, and, and, and normally it's a bad thing when you say that, but uh, yeah, they they body of work since the WWE speaks for itself. Okay, <laughs> like. They're definitely going to be in somebody's Hall of Fame, if not all of them. If not all of them. But yeah, that, that's what we are. Then. Dairy Queen's still open. Dairy Queen? Yeah, it's, it's right across the street from my work. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, do I want to go get something? <laughs> no, it's still raining too hard. Fuck that. Then we had. Might as well be in a Piper Page gangbang with how bad it's wet out here. Then we have one of the best triple threat matches I've seen in a long time. Given the level of talent in this match. It was very memorable. It's hard to forget this match. Can't go wrong. Yeah, Pac. That was a triple threat. I thought that was a fatal four way. Bastard! That was a triple threat. It was a triple threat. It felt like a fatal four way. <laughs> yeah, there was just a ghost there, just beating some ass. <laughs> right. Nah, I thought it was uh, Clark Connors, Miro, Malachi Black, and Pop. oh, you know what? You know what? I read that wrong. You are right. It was a fatal four. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. My bad. Quarter Michael Cole. Yeah, but uh, you have Hawk, the bastard. Don't know who he is. Normally Adrian Neville left the nest because he was better than everyone on the roster. Uh, <laughs> he, was very, he was very underused too. Very underutilized, and but him, his his NXT run was ten times better. In my opinion. Truthfully, <laughs> in all honesty, he really did not have a main roster run. Nah, he did. Because once they locked him into the Cruiserweight division, that's what it was. And they put him like, in there. Oh, hey, by the way, here's your suicide to your career. Merry Christmas. And he was in there at a time where... I love Enzo, but... He was even yeah. lost in that shuffle... With Enzo being the face of that division and not having the level of talent that Pac had. Pac had three That whole Pac Enzo fiasco, that really came down to um, entertainment versus wrestling. Pretty much, pretty much. It's it's sad, you know, because in the WWE, the entertainment's going to win. And that's exactly why Enzo was put in the position he was put in. And Pac said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going home. Well, I mean, it happened to a lot of people. I, it, yeah, you know, yeah. it, 
And as much as I, I, I can't stand Austin Aries as Walk-outs a person. are a lot more common than people think of. Think yeah. Are. yeah, way more common. In the common. words of a fat boy we all know of, Pac was like, Ski gang, and go ahead. Hey, The people that had on the roster at the time, yeah, WWE was really shooting themselves in the fucking foot putting the Enzo in the cruiser. They shot themselves in the foot when they spit up Enzo and Cats. But... You we, know what's we, crazy? They didn't covered. have to. They really they didn't, didn't no, have not at all. to do that. But we talked about that in the scene. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't go listen to that, go listen to it. But we talked about that in the scene. Fuck that in that episode. It, like, it's just, it was, it's just so sad. We're losing divisions left and right with the WWE. Women's tag team division. Disbanded. Mm. We'll be lucky if we get another. So, outside of NXT, but you already know what that's uh, But yeah, so we have Pac versus Miro coming back from injury versus Malachi Black, formerly Aleister Black, formerly Tommy N. You know, I'm going to go back that far. Uh, versus Clark and Clark Connors in an inaugural All-Atlantic Championship match to crown the first All-Atlantic Champion. Zero being the powerhouse, dished out a lot of punishment. Pock is pock. You can't take it all that long. Nah, you really can't. They, they were, they were. But you know what? You had three fast guys. Once, one big glass cannon. Right. Like I thought, Zero was going to take it. <laughs> I, I like to see a championship around Zero again. For those who don't know, Zero is your boy Rusev. I, I got to clear that stuff up just in case we smooth here. Formerly known as Rusev, boy Miro, the Redeemer. Uh, it was it was exactly what you expected. Hot got his his offense. Uh, you know what? I will sit this one out. I'll let Sauce take it. Sauce, stop taking words out of his mouth. Go ahead, take it away, Sauce. Nope. Okay, oh, you're already smearing my tongue all over the mic. <laughs> like I, I look like a dog trying to go on a water dish right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, Hawk walks out of there. All the Standing tall as a goddamn skyscraper. So now I'm curious to see what they put the article. I mean, I'm starting to feel there's, like. But. There is a plethora of stuff they can do with that title. I kind of feel like now, that um, AEW needs to be awesome Yes. I think so. Uh, no, Jay Cargill. It's, who's the other? Jay Cargill is the undefeated. Still. Monster push. Monster run. As good as she is. Let, let's put this into perspective. Okay. Jay Cargill is a model. Jay Cargill is a single mother. Full-time wrestler. And a beast. Does it all. Like, <laughs> I can't explain. Uh, <laughs> that, that that body of work right there, I can't explain it. Um, then you got the, what is it, Scorpio Sky? You know what Jade's not good at, though? Jade is not a good speaker. No, that's why I got my point down there. Diamond mine! 
Just speak for it. You know? <laughs> he got them diamond hands. But he killed me. You know, when that, that happened, if there ever was, uh, uh, what's my boy's name? What's going on? If there ever was a, I can't think of that name. Remember when, oh, if there ever, you know, I'm going to take it back further. If there ever was a Luke, a Lex Luger moment in modern wrestling history, it's him getting fired from NXT and showing up the very next day <laughs> on Ring of Honor. Okay. <laughs> like, if there he ever did not was... Pasco. He did not click $200. He went, step foot out, step foot in. Tony Collins, like, want to be a manager? Because he managed Moose. Yeah, he managed Moose. And then he was like, hey, uh, I got this girl called Jade Cargill. Manager. He was like, all right. There you go. Merry <laughs> Merry you know, boy walked out of a job and straight back in the But, uh, yeah, man. I don't want to like, stop. But I got Jade Cargill. She's seeing some shit. Uh, Scorpio Sky, TBS champion. Then you got All Atlantic champions, All Atlantic champions. Look, I don't like Scorpio Sky. Uh, I kind of feel like if you're going to pick anybody from LA, what do they call it, LA Competition? Yeah. Or what is it, American Top Team? He's also part of, technically. Oh, it was called LA something. I forget what their name is. I kind of feel like I understand Christopher when he was hired. He's done it all. He's been around since the last days of ECW. I kind of feel like this. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah, Christopher. Yeah. Da- yeah. <laughs> Christopher Daniels got a lengthy career, my friend. That spans quite a few decades. The only place he hasn't been in his day. Te- was he? Technically, technically, he was in WWE for a short stint. Oh, he, he had make, that. He would make appearances here and there. Yeah, he was enhancement talent, but he wasn't like a mainstay. Yeah, he was an enhancement nah. talent when he was in WWE. Yeah, like he wasn't like you know, like even Samoa Joe had a match against the Hurricane of WWF. Jesus, that's going. Oh, oh yeah, my knowledge is that deep. I mean, hell, we, we, we just... Now, what are we doing now? Just grabbing a handful of darts and going, let's see what we can put this with. Boom! Right, right, right. Like, I'm like, we can go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Samoa Joe, when he had the, the bleach blonde hair and he wrestled in hammer pants. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, but... <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I but, thought uh, I burned that image out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. Welcome back. Here's right, the right, right. Uh, well, we don't want to talk about uh, Bobby Roode or Lassie, right? Oh, God, no, please, no. <laughs> but, no. Uh, yeah, man, but they, no. they just... So that's what, they have, like, six championships now? Uh, AW? Seven? Seven? What about this? Um, what, the match card? No, the uh, championship. Yes. It's uh, TBS, TNT. Uh, the, 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 the FTF, FTR. 
Whatever the hell it no, is. No, the FTW uh, Championship, that's just for the start. That's not even, that's not even really. Oh, so it's not even a, so what is he carrying it around for? Okay, so Team Taz, right? So taking it back yeah. to ECW. Uh, yeah. When Taz oh, won and lost the ECW Championship, created his own championship, call it the Fuck the World Championship, and he was defending that title like it was a ECW. Because, you know, Taz was that dude. So he got injured. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Which time? Right, which time? So, yeah, that's where that championship comes When Tommy comes Dreamer from. damaged his leg or when the Sandman damaged his neck? I think the uh, the match after he defended it against uh, Bam Bam. It, so when Sandman damaged yeah, his Sam, neck. Sam, yeah, with Sandman. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... God, that is going back in time. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm surprised but, I remember that. Too, man. I remember when ECW used to come on in Ohio on public access. And it came <laughs> here in Jersey, too. Right, it was on public access. I'm like, what is this? And why is this so fucking awesome? Basic ass <laughs> cable. ECW. Speaking up at three in the morning while my parents are in bed. Blood and guts. Blood and guts. <laughs> is that a barbed wire baseball bat? Right. Did it just go across his face? Oh my god, I have so much stuff to say at school tomorrow. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, that's where that championship comes on. Like, uh, Ricky Starks pretty much carries it around. He's, that's Amish to pass. Then you got your boy Powerhouse Hobbs. Another Booker T uh, uh, crossing. Knight. Knight. We'll call them Knights from yeah. Booker T. From yeah. the King Booker himself. Well, yeah, that's where that title comes from. So, like, AEW has, like, yeah. yeah. That, right. If you want to count the FTW one, okay. Yeah. I kind of feel like it's time to just... They have a big enough roster. You know? I, I, I say that about AEW all the time. Get down. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They're able to keep a big roster because they have that open-door policy. Which is cool. It's cool because ECW had that open door policy too. They didn't have seven mm-hmm. fucking championships. Yeah, but here's the thing: they could take those ta- championships and go to like Ring of Honor, Impact. They can go and like lose them there, and then they're there, but then they can bring them back. It's uh, that's what I enjoy about AEW's titles. Well, now they you got the all... cross company, but you got the All Atlantic Champion, right? So do you, yeah, what title? No, I thought the. Uh, I, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I just thought that, uh, given how the uh, the tournament for the All Atlantic Championship, the uh, initial competitors, all of them represented a different country. Which so is I was, th- I, I was, I was just thinking now, hmm, maybe a good idea would be to have have this, you know, an AEW championship that's really defended on every goddamn continent. Which is great. We, we can move to multiple. We can move to any promote any promotion we want to with this championship. I mean, it, it was a good idea. I just don't necessarily know if they were going to do it or not. Well, I mean, I, I, it only went through my head strictly based off. I saw that all the competitors were from different places. Well, let's take but, it back to my boy Theo uh, Brown. He was a European champion. He yeah, was defending yeah. that against people. Actually, I'm all for that. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I can put it in mind. I kind of feel like this should be in this drop. 
at least, because if you want to get a, with the women a mid-card championship, okay, get on the TNT title. The TNT mm-hmm. Even ECW had a TV champion. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But I kind of feel like this mid-Atlantic championship is a good excuse to stop the the Mid-Atlantic Championship is a good excuse to try. The All-Atlantic Championship, I feel like it's a good excuse to drop this championship. Hold on, the Men's Championship is a good excuse to drop the Women's Championship? No, no, the TNT Championship is big heart. The TBS Championship is Scorpio Scott. No, 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 I thought the other way around, yeah. Nah, nah. Oh, you might want to look that up real quick. I just watched uh, Sammy Guevara's vlog where he was talking to uh, oh boy about it. No, Sammy Guevara was the TNT championship. Yeah, Sammy Guevara had the TNT championship. Right. And then Scorpio Sky got it. Oh, so it's TNT. Yeah, the yeah. TBS is the, the women's. The TBS okay. is the women's. Okay, well, what I said, but in reverse. Like the, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like we could drop the TNT championship. There's a problem there. Why? Because they are under contract that they have to keep the TNT. That, yeah, that that TV championship, yeah. What? They they are under contract that they have to keep the TV. No, I always imagined that was part of the contract with them TV deals, period, anyway. Yep. Okay, so why not go to EW? Okay, well, here's your title. Oh, the TV title. Cause I, I remember, like that was one of like the uh, backlash IWC was doing, because it was well, like, okay, well, what if they leave the network? Then we're just stuck with these championships. Well, that's what the TNT stands for. It's televised network title. Uh, well, I, I, so in other words, they just want. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in other words, they just doing too much. Tony Khan had to uh, had to rub one off times to get the. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, he circle jerked that. Hold on. Board, what you talking what? about? Huh? Bro, bro, I, I, my bad. I, no, TNT stands for Turner Network Television, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's, I couldn't think of the uh, the T. I knew it was something network. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. I got you. I, it just, I just it went through my head. I'm like, nah, I don't think that that's what that was, bro. <laughs> oh, well, I, I could not remember what the first T was. No, you my cool, apologies. you cool, you cool, sauce. <laughs> I was right on the other T, though. I appreciate you for getting yeah, my back yeah, on yeah. Correct, correcting no, me on yeah, that first right. one. No, it, it was the first T. It was the first T. That's it. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, I, I mean, yeah, we crossed that with Cuzzle. But hey, yeah, your boy. 60% there. Yeah, but your boy Pac is the all Still enough. Oh, we yeah, spent yeah, a lot yeah. of time on this man. So, 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 we don't got, so we don't got no specifics of that championship? Ah, it's just a mid-card? Just a mid-card? Yeah, it's it so it's it's the IC title or the US title. Yeah, because like no, it's the European like, Championship. Because remember, yeah, yeah, because remember. the European Championship was able to be defended in different spots, though, for real. Right. So it's the European Championship, the Intercontinental. I thought the IC could too. No, Intercontinental was no, like the IC. The, that that was basically the workhorse champion, the yeah. champion who's going to be at every show. No, basically when we're not. Yeah, okay. yeah, basically, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Without calling the TV title, that's exactly what it is. They you just got to think about it. WWE, yeah, they didn't. They were going to be different. You know, give it a different name, same thing, different name. That's it. Pretty much. Okay. 
But uh, I thought the U.S. title was that title, but she said, uh, no, the U.S. Look, title was adopted from the This was is how how, how much yeah. how much they were chasing their own tail back then. They had the 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 their world champion, their European champion, and hey. We also have an intercontinental champion, right. you know? You don't represent just one country, one continent. Oh, you know, you're intercontinental. Then once they saw what ECW, the WCW was going with the Cruiserweight division, we're not going to call them Cruiserweights. We're going to call them, like, heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Taka was that dude. Like, Taka mentioned Noku and, like, legend, Th- legend. They knew. Look, they knew that. Look, we with us looking in hindsight, we know that that cruiserweight division was what kept WCW lit, though, for real, for real. Mm. WWE tried the whole light heavyweight thing, but ultimately they knew that okay, yo, we got to retire this light heavyweight shit. We're, bring that cruiserweight shit over here. Matter of well, fact, come on, Rey Mysterio, had, and Billy Kidman. Speaking of light heavyweights, well, all they had was Taka, Agula, Bruh, It was Agula. Okay, they, they gave it to Dean Malenko. It was to the point where like there weren't any competition with the cruiserweights over there, so they just right. okay, fuck it. We just got to strap it with our technical wrestler. Right, right. Oh no, Dean Malenko. First of all, most undersized. Team Malenko. Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko is Drew Gulak's dad. I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> no fly zone. <laughs> it wouldn't be a Drew Gulak without Dean Malenko. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, this man was like five foot nothing, turning people into pretzels on a Monday night. <laughs> I was just saying, but uh, yeah, I mean, that man just... was like, "Oh, you're not a contortionist. Guess what? Now you are." Right. But uh, oh, yeah, man, that that light heavyweight division. All they had was, like I said, they had Taka, they had Agula, then they took, they took the mask off Agula, turned them into Esarios. Yeah. Uh, it was just the cruiserweights in WWE, WWF at the time was just there to take an ass with me. Not for the bigger guys. Yeah. So Kai and Ty, they were evil. Um, <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> we spent way too much time on this card. Yeah, so yeah we, we have spent way too much time on this. Uh, but yeah, just getting the crunch time for stuff. Yeah, Pockets Hill, All-Atlantic Champion. That's what we said, but we all get together. You know, I'll, I'll say this much. I'm glad they finally fucking gave Pac a title. Should have been had time. But he wanted his own original title, and you know that's what he was waiting for. Oh, yeah. So the All-Atlantic is perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Then we had Jingo Takagi, Darby Allen, and Sting versus for one night only. The Bullet Club, Young Bucks, El Fantasma. And Sting did the WCW thing. That match was great. Of course, the Young Bucks delivered, like always. Never get a bad Young Bucks. Uh, Well, I'll take that. Uh, uh, I might have misspoke. I might have misspoke here. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Uh, the lights go out. Everybody like, where's Sting? Show up in the rafters. Somebody wearing a trench coat. I felt like they did that perfect. I kind of felt like they, was, they sold Sting's interest perfect. Match fires off. But 
Sting will always be a great person to watch, no matter what he's doing. Dude, he hit Jericho levels of, how does he do it? Like, No, I think Jericho's hitting his levels. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, what I'm talking about is like being, well, no, nah, yeah, Jericho hit his level. Because being 50 plus, doing it as long as 60, damn. He's in his 60s, dude. I think he's like 62 now. Okay, well, at 62, doing it at the level that he's doing it for as long as he's done it? He's been in the business, what, 45 years now? It's the 70s. Who? Stay. Oh, yeah. 70, oh, yeah. 76 well, well, or 77 yeah, was the it, it, was, it was early enough for uh, him to be tag team partners with the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, like, he got the nuts, he got the nuts from Ric Flair. He's one of the few people still doing it. He got the nuts from Flair. Yep. But Flair was in his prime. So, hey, this is one pretty tough old dude. <laughs> he, he stays in the gym. Look, I don't care how good I would be in a ring or anything. I would not want to go toe-to-toe with Sting, even at no. his age. Uh, even at his age, like, man. Sting, Sting figure out a way to do it, do it well. Stays in the gym. Been a gym rat his whole life, for those who didn't know. Yeah, they uh, they defeat the Bullet Club, of course, because boy Dar- Darby Allen, he's the future. I highly support. He is a literal pain yeah. cushion. Yeah, he he is the future of his business. And then that Shingo Kagi, who if you don't know, you need to know. He's definitely a name that you need to look up and make a household name. Right. So they they did um, that match delivered. Trying to get this because he had nine oh seven and lost can't get back to it. Well. Sooner or later. Yeah. Then we had a match that I felt like, if you're not talking about it, very entertaining, but here entertaining. And just on paper, this sounds like one of the silliest things that ever fucking happened. Yeah, my boy, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy going against Will Ospreay. Oh my God. This was like a, this was a jack in the box of the entire matches of the night, I think. Uh, how do I explain this? This match? was the this was a surprise. <laughs> like, Welcome to the show. Right. Um. Of course, Orange Cassidy being as entertaining as he is, with that little dash of seriousness when it's necessary, and to have I'm gonna say now one thing. Right. Right. <laughs> to I, have I was about to say, he he don't even need mic skills and he's that good. And and. For him to go up against one of the most serious competitors out of New Japan that I've ever dominating New Japan wrestler, dominating, and to get in his head as only Orange Cassidy can, forcing this guy to make mistakes in the ring that are frustrating because he doesn't normally make them for the sake of entertainment is great. And the thing is, is like he gets in their heads so well because he doesn't say a word. That's it's like he's the laziest wrestler, but yet. Most effective wrestler ever on purpose. It just like it, you, it you, writes itself. You know he's in your head when he goes to put them hands in the pockets, and you're like, "Oh no, 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 not today!" <laughs> <laughs> no, what killed me was the springboard when uh, Will Ospreay went for the reverse springboard into the cutter, 
and then Orange Cassidy just backed up. He ain't juke out yeah. of the way. He didn't dodge it. He just backed up far enough for him to fall flat on his fucking back. He literally I, was just like, I'm going to watch you fall. My gut busted open laughing. Then gave him the thumbs up when he looked at him. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I would love to see another match with those two. Me too. Like it just it's 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 like a buddy comedy. It's just good enough to work. <laughs> like, you've got the serious grumpy person, and then you got the fucking child at heart individual, and it's just like they clash, and it's it's magic. It's like how do I explain Orange Cassidy? Oh, no, Orange Cassidy. Adam Sandler. Uh, Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller. That's how those two were. They 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 blended well. I say it's it's that dude in high school high all the fucking time. Yeah. You just you just don't fucking <laughs> expect right like you don't expect shit out of him, and then he graduates college. Valid, mind you now, he graduated Valedictorian. Right, he's Valedictorian. It's like, how the fuck did that happen? Like, Horace Cassidy, he's just, like, he don't have to say shit. Like, he walks around with sunglasses, puts his hands in his pockets. And out of nowhere, he'll pull out a fucking suicide dive DDT and just like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> That's what I said, man. That match was the Jack in the Box match of the entire. Night. His gimmicks were his gimmicks is fucking worse. And the, for him to be coming from the Viking War Party, for those who don't remember, like yeah, he was he was the little guy in the Viking War Party. He completely reinvented himself and became yeah. one of the most entertaining wrestlers. And him and Dan House a short time. Him and Dan yeah. House another. <laughs> yeah, I was actually, real quick, I was actually watching an interview on Danhausen and how he got it, like, how he set on his face paint. Yeah. And he would take it from, like, horror movies, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Hellraiser, yeah, like, oh, yeah. and all this. And then finally he was like, all right, I'm going to tweak this into my own. And somebody was like, hey, that is perfect. Keep that. It looks amazing. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to stick with it. And this is how we got it. Hold on, dude. Uh, in real time, real quick. Yeah, it was about NXT. Uh, it was about NXT. Okay, okay. It was okay. about NXT. Never mind. We'll talk about it some other work. time. We'll talk, about, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that on Saturday. <laughs> we'll say that for Saturday. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. Got you. I but I can say one thing. You're gonna be pleased. No. Don't do it. But uh, yeah. Okay. No. I no. Say. No. no. That was it. That was it. That was it. I'm gonna check that out. <laughs> but yeah, Orange Cat Will Ospreay obviously wins the match. But like that match, that's another one you need to watch. Jim. Like Orange Cassidy, that match is so entertaining. Mm-hmm. And, and for for Will Ospreay to be okay with being the butt of the joke, like it's 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 just made it that much better. Yeah, because you knew he was out of his element. Oh, he was way out of his element. Like <laughs> a, if you've ever seen a Will Ospreay match. He is precise. He's more technical. Yeah, yeah. Like that's no. He 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 is like if you took Frankie Kazarian Mm -hmm. and who's the guy that used to see? Um, you just said who's your team with Hunico? 
And Helico. And Helico. Oh. Lucha oh damn, I ain't heard Unico in a minute. MSK. Uh, Not MSK. It wasn't... Uh... Actually, no, I'll give you that one. If you were to take Wesley and mm-hmm. Frankie Kazarian and they just made a clone and wanted to make like one of the flippiest wrestlers to ever flip, that's Will Ospreay. <laughs> okay, okay. Triple triple rotation moonsaults, fucking spinning roundhouse kicks, but he's precise. I'm about to say, this man was like throwing a slinky in a bounty house. Right, like he's, per- you can tell this kid grew up with a trampoline. Okay. <laughs> well, next to a pool. We won't say next to a pool. Yeah, next to a, like, he, man, the, 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 the he be doing makes MSK look like, like, like child's but like Has for him, he ever, uh, competed in the states. Nope. Other than what this was, okay, okay. Nope. Will Ospreay was another one of those talents who never appeared. Nope, just just in New Japan, I think. Yeah, he's from he's from the UK. Uh, but yeah, like, it was just man, listen, it, it was very entertaining, and you know, Will Ospreay obviously came on, on top. You know what? Another red, another thing that got me in that match. That's when Will Will Ospreay was doing the kicks from the ground. CM Punk kicks from close your head. Hey, give me a second, guys. I'll be right back. All right. And then, like, Orange Cassidy goes to do it, but he's, like, lightly tapping him with his feet. Oh, I saw the highlights (laughs) of that. I saw them highlights. Like, just little stuff like that. Like, he was just doing shit literally to fuck with Will Ospreay. It was was just nuts. Got to watch that whole match. It was absolutely hilarious. But... It was still a wrestling. Right. Yeah. Because make no doubt, gimmick aside, Orange Cassidy where you can go. Oh, you're looking go. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm all his stuff. He was before Orange Cassidy. go. But it's like, he probably brings something different. And literally, I'm like, he needs to press around. <laughs> Even with all the comparisons, it's only one Orange I feel like I literally just watched a clip of Orange Cassidy clotheslining MJF in a car. Yeah. That that okay, so that was Orange Cassidy I saw doing that. Yeah. I mean, okay, you okay, all the okay. stuff he was doing to uh, he was going to Jericho. Yeah, yeah. You know, drowning him like dropping orange juice on him while he was wearing a white suit. They had their little orange juice match and <laughs> it was awesome. Um uh, getting into the next match. So we had a match that I've been waiting for that I'm glad finally happened. I was semi disappointed, but not at the same time. We had Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. And then her AW Women's Championship. Tony Storm. It was a wrestling match. Um, it wasn't high flying. It wasn't. It was two tech, two very good technical wrestlers going out there for them. Not on the levels of Jack Savage here. Oh, I did. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because we, because we, you know, because we announced about him last competing in the CWC. Oh, I see. I see that match. But yeah, it was a it was a decent match. You no know, Tony Storm, one of the on apron. Uh, they had it was an AEW in this match. But it was a good. One. I don't know if you see highlights of it. I don't think the highlight from it. 
But uh, Thunder Rosa retains the championship, which is smart. Championship on her because she keeps it going. She'll, she'll pull some good matches out of me. Expose me. If I heard a crossover from MMA and to, to wrestling such Ooh, a Thunder? great way. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Didn't know about the MMA background. Yeah, she. Uh, oh, yeah. she wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't in like UFC or anything like that. She was more like Bellator. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah about crazy. She never made. Yeah. yeah, she was a Bellator. Sorry, she killed it there. She killed it there. Like she, she, she's not no spring chicken. Like, I, I also find it kind of funny how sexy star transitions from wrestling constantly get nasty. But hmm. <laughs> just saying. But uh, yeah, it was a good match. Uh, they're both good technical wrestlers. Tony Storm is very underrated for her time. Well, and well, not everybody can be Brock Lesnar and go from wrestling to dominating the MMA field. Right, right. It's always the other way around. <laughs> um, that match was decent. Of course, Thunder Rosa keeps it because I want to see her go against Jay Cargill. I think they need that championship. Badly. Yes. And isn't Jay Cargill still undefeated? Yeah, Matt. Bro, if, if I'm being uh, completely no. honest. Yeah, she's I undefeated. she lost one match. No, I thought mm-hmm. she lost one. Ah, she's still undefeated. You might want to look that up real quick. Cause I yeah, can't. Didn't, well, she, uh, didn't she take the TNT title look. off of dudes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did. There's nothing this woman can't do. Look, bro, I feel like it's, it's going to get to the point, like, she's going to be booked and, and I'm going to booked and what is the exact word I'm looking for? Booked and over, whether it's heat or you know, whether fan favorite or heel, I feel like it's going to eventually get to the point where, damn, is she over more than the women's champion? She is, unfortunately. As much as I love Thunder Rosa, A. Cargill is over Thunder Rosa as far as popularity. Oh. Oh, yeah. Like, as long as she stays off the mic. You know what she needs, though? I think she needs to finally catch that loss and just go on a page so through the women's mm-hmm. roster. <laughs> Dude, if she loses, she's not just going to go through the women's roster. She might try and go through the men's roster, too. But is AW ready to uh, crown their first ever women world heavyweight women female world, world heavyweight champion? Impact did it. Didn't quite work out you so know well, what? but yeah, I'm about to say they still suffering for that. <laughs> I think I think with the with with who they have on the roster in AEW right now, they could either destroy it or boost it. It all depends on how they play it out. I don't know. I can see Jay Cargill being a heavyweight champion. So could I. That's what I'm saying. They could do it if they threw it on her. But anybody else, it would basically just be diminishing. Yeah. No, oh, fuck it. Jay Cargill versus Word, Let's make it happen. Hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 no. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Oh, I, I'm no. pretty sure that'd be I don't, a good. I don't think Warlow could. I do not think Warlow could. <laughs> Just nah. morally, morally, I don't think he would do it. Ah, uh, yeah, Warlow's good, man. but he wouldn't. He wouldn't want to. No. But MJF, I would. On the what's other the tech looking like? 
<laughs> MJ, MJF, on the other hand, I can see him get his action. Good times. Yeah, good times. Uh, I wouldn't have done WWE. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, let's see. How did it work out for him last time? Oh yeah, he got shoved in the face. Pretty much. Who? Who? MJF. MJF. Jim's like, wait, he was in WWE at one point. No, no, yes. I know about him being security and whatnot. No, I'm saying like. Yeah. That was a different. I, mean, I don't know. That was I feel a like. That wasn't Michael yeah, I feel like right now there's a complete. Yeah, I feel like right now that him going with this is a completely different situation. Yeah, Maybe, and that's yeah. if he were to end up having talked to WWE. Yeah, but he's made a name for himself now. He's made a, a stable character. Now that yeah. Stephanie's at the hill, the salt of the earth will never be the salt of the earth in WWE. Then he will be so watered down, and I'll be like, who the fuck is it? It's because you already know, like, right. the extremes that the character can go to. Them, them same extremes you won't be able to do on WWE TV. But he's, doing, he's been he doing this be, for so long. Like, he would be so deluded, he'd turn into the next Karrion Cross. Pretty much. No, they would look. They would, they would really, they wouldn't even let him go full throttle right now, because at the same time... He really only 23, 24 years old, though, for real. So, like, they're going to look at it like, yo, know, your time your time will come. But right now, you're going to do what we tell you to do. Do we really need another Miz? And it'll bury I mean, him. We already got Yeah, those. yeah, and that's right. Yeah, right there. Right. The, the only way, yeah, the Miz. Like, the Miz is already there. Not maybe not. His but attitude, but though, even is then, not, that, not that, PG enough. If, if he were to team up, oh, my bad, my bad. So, I couldn't hear you. We was doing it the same time. Oh, no, you good. No, Go ahead, I'm like, even if he were to team up with The Miz, we already know, like, I mean, of course they could, whatever, when they eventually break him up, have him go over to Miz, whatever. But we already know that when people team up with Miz, oh, w, yeah, like, no, no, give me, don't get me wrong, Damian Sandow still got over, you feel me? But it was over, and it was over to the degree of the context of that character, though. When yeah, you're with Miz... Yeah, when you're with Miz, Miz is always the one walk, and it, it, whether it's intentional or not, Miz is always the one that's walking away from them tag teams on top of them, for real. I kind of feel like the Miz needs to have power tripping. Like, if you're going to sign MJF, make him the Miz's partner. Just have him run rough shot through everybody. See, the, but the Miz is so great at everything they're not going to just box him into as much as I, I agree with you. I would love to see that he, but he is so great at switching from this, this, this yeah. demedic ass asshole to the baby face from my TV show to the comedy relief. to I'm beefing with the celebrity. He's so talented at jumping anywhere. They wouldn't just lock him until we need you to be this monster heel for, you know what I mean? For this long period of time. Now, granted, yeah, now you know, I, I I do see his his mic work and whatever could it it could work to put help put over the no it, it really depends on how it's booked though for real. Or do it this way: have them hate each other but like team, and they don't have to get along. Right? Yes, like, they, actually, they can be fighting over the spotlight. Idea. Like they don't have they, to get that's along. That's a good idea. 
<laughs> look, 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 we we would have to wait though. We would have to yeah, give, give, give us about a good four or five, maybe half a year of MJF running around on his own. Then let them two randomly like butt heads for some reason. They're both still heels. But yeah, eventually that's going to turn into a babyface thing, though. If they're both are doing their job and it's actually working, they're going to turn into babyface. First of all, first of all, there's so much gray area in wrestling right now. You can have two heels fight each other and just have a common end. Think about it, Drew and Sheamus did it right. Like what? They hated. They they they. Well, Drew and Sheamus was a bit different. They were the Irish Scottish yeah, stereotype, yeah, friends, right? Yeah. We friends, but we like to fight each other. Like, no, nah, no, nah, I mean, yeah. like this asshole meets this asshole. Yeah, and then that's how I envision. They it. hate the same person, <laughs> so they just team up together to fuck up the people that they both hate. But then they could just break out to a scrap at any time, trying to steal each other's spotlight. Like, I need right some now. of that action right now. The enemy right now, of the enemy look. is my friend. Right, 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 <laughs> right. They could be friends. They could be friends. Let's take the landscape right now for what it currently is, though, right? We know we know completely what MJF's character is, what, what type of people he do and don't like. Same thing with Miz. Who do you think would be the per? Let, let, let's just say for our little fantasy scenario right now, we got the AEW roster and the WWE roster together as one. Who do you think would be the perfect person New to... Night. You said no, 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 one single person, one single. You know what? Oh, we can take both. We can take person? New Day. No, you right, Sauce. I'll take it. I'll take New Day. The perfect, the the perfect good guy for them to both have be their common enemy, but got this uh, the same amount of comedic relief to to go with them works. two when it comes to them two interacting with each other. Because I can picture New Day just sitting on the sideline, just watching them you know, argue with each other. Time <laughs> to go. You know what? Oh, all right, sauce. All right, but uh, then I'll. Uh, Sorry, then, are you good, sauce? Oh, you good? You good? I would take it a step further. Like they're going for the tag team championship, right? And mm-hmm. then like they get into a fight on the apron, and just Miz just says "fuck it" and knocks MJ out, out, and they accidentally win the tag team championship. <laughs> like right. the, the, the shit right. like that. Like, <laughs> like, like bro, but, I dude, swear we could do like, the we could we could. We could be the writers, bro. I'm telling you, man. It, it, it'll be, up, it'll be so funny yet so like them. Like I prefer that than fire Grace and Waller. Like release Grace and Waller <laughs> and sign MJF so we can make this fuck happen. Like, I'm a million percent confident. Like, like, if like, that was on the table, Waller would be gone if they well listen, we could bring MJF in. Or we could keep Grayson Waller. I'll <laughs> rather Bye, 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 Waller. Yeah, like, right, Bye, Waller. <laughs> Tiffany, Tiffany Stratton got a new boyfriend now. <laughs> right. Like, I would love to see that. Just like the Miz, they come out separate. And then MJF's just sitting in the ring. The Miz going to his top rope to do a stick. And MJF just pulls him the fuck down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> e-mugging each other during interviews and shit. あ、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で
Facts. <laughs> like, no, go back. Recall episode. What was that? So what, so, what did we name this? Uh, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> recall uh, Better Late Than Never 3 on the day of 7 5 22. Like, I want my change. Give me my money. <laughs> so, for real, for real. But, uh, yeah, man. Then we get to the, the meat and potatoes of it all. Because we got two matches left. Well, three matches left. So, originally on the card, Zack Sabre Jr., one of the, hands down, greatest technical wrestlers of this generation ever do. He's a submission specialist. He'll tie you in a knot. Like, he's the closest thing to, like, Brian Danielson's level of just tying people to fuck up. Um, with their own body. <laughs> he was supposed to go against Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson got hurt. Wasn't able to compete. Brian Danielson promises everybody that he's going to have a replacement. Granted, at this time, I wasn't watching AEW. I clued it. Put a pay-per-view in Because everybody knew but me that that surprise opponent would be Claudio Castagnoli, who most people would know as Cesaro, making his Blackpool Fight Club in AEW debut against Zack Sabre Jr. And it was one of the greatest moments in AEW as far as I'm concerned. See him back in the ring again. Great. They put on a clinic. This one, Joe? Nah. I'm literally, literally from. I'm literally, literally fumbling through my damn. I still got the damn. But no, nah, I'm sitting over here in some short ass shorts right now. No, I'm literally <laughs> fumbling through my phone looking for highlights right now. I mean, Zack Saber Junior. with his in his ability, like he he he. If you, if it's a body part, he catching it. And he gonna make you suffer for letting it happen. And Claudio coming out being the all around powerhouse that he is, European uppercuts. Flying around the ring, trying to stay on his toe. A little bit of ring rust because, you know, he's been gone for so long. He had to wait for that no compete. But, uh, yeah, man, like, they, they put on a clinic. And of course, Claudio Castanoli comes out on top. Going back to that ring of honor name, dude. But he kind of knows a couple. <coughs> yeah, uh, yeah was, I guess it is. That's one of the pros he can play with, you know, for that, because of that. Right. Yeah, man, it was, it was another awesome match. They were hit on every level. I feel like the women were better and longer. But, uh, yeah, they were hitting on every level. So far. Then you had, yeah, yeah, y'all know we, we already talked about the Orange Cassidy match. Okay, I'm like, well, how the hell we only got this much? No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of skipped over to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, no, match. no, I, I peep, I peep. I should just kept that in my head. No, I peep. <laughs> then we had, uh, yeah, Claudio defeats Zack Sabre Jr. Um, I'm glad to see Zack Sabre Jr. compete in the States because I kind of feel like was one of the other people at Cruiserweight Tournament that WWE had that they just kind of shot themselves in the foot on letting go because they wanted no. high flyers and I said, I said, you. My only uh, disappointment from that match was that we didn't get a swing. Zach wasn't having that. Zach wasn't having it, but <laughs> again, it's Zach Sabre Jr. You ain't swinging him the fuck around unless you're paying for it. 
that boy, like I said, if it's a, if it's a fucking fingernail, like he's grabbing that bitch. Man, like, oh man, if Claudio to have an issue with him, as far as that regard, like he was, man, he was catching his leg, he was catching his arm, got to caught him in the headlock, like he was just. You know what? I would love to see Zack Sabre Jr. go against Jonathan Gresham. I don't know if that's happened, but I want to see that. I want to see that. So you tune in tomorrow for your boy. I'm pretty sure he, he might be the main event. I'm going to tune in to see that because uh, Octopus versus Zack Sabre Jr. Writes itself. Claudio uh, goes over. I thought he was going to, you know what, what killed me? Claudio comes out and hits him off rip with the neutralizer. I thought it was over that quick. I was going to like, damn. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, right almost, are we in WWE right now? <laughs> <laughs> the minute the bell rung, it was European <laughs> uppercut, neutralizer. I was like, holy shit. I mean, he couldn't wait to get in that ring. Uh, <laughs> then we had the Fatal 4-Way. What's again? Fatal four way. The IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Switchblade. Jay White. One against Adam Page. Adam Cole, baby. And the Rainmaker. Rainmaker himself. I always butcher his name. (laughs) I try not to. Yeah, Okada. I'm going to just say Okada. That first part. Yeah, that's what I do. I don't even. I don't even bother. I never, bro. And that's what I was trying to tell y'all earlier. I'm like, bro. I'm not too familiar with certain people's names, so I do not want to butcher them on this podcast, yo. Okada. But Okada is the only one that I just see it and be like, oh, Okada, Okada, okay. Yeah. Zika Okada. Anyway, yeah, man. I, look, outside of Jay White. Adam Cole and Hangman Adam Hayes. See Okada wrestle again in the States after so long. For those who don't know, those who've been living under a bridge, Okada is one of the biggest names come out of Japan. You know? uh, and that, that's pretty much all you need to know. Go look him up. He put on some great work. He had that great match against AJ Styles at Wrestle Kingdom that one year. His body of work, even when you come to honor and uh, the matches he put on the ring of honor are great. Um, I kind of thought Okada would have took it. This has been a long time since we got a title run out of Okada. But uh, I think Adam Cole got injured. He got a concussion something during the yeah, match. Yeah, the end of the breath. Well, well, he said he he said he was cool, but it was very clear that something was wrong. Something was wrong because uh, he covered up. Um, he get a everybody doing that shit when he. And they had a tower of doom. I think uh, Adam Cole accidentally caught a boot face or something like that. But um, he was concussed clearly because he laid there. Jay White covers him up, being a professional that he is. Ref his count. And Jay White, because he's a heel, because he's a heel, couldn't really. He whispered something in Cole's ear, walked straight to the back past the young bucks. They were even, even they were confused over the fuck was wrong. I think the title was supposed to change. I feel. Um, so yeah, he just walks back, walks straight to the back of the character. Oh, shit. Oh, um, then the match just cuts away abruptly. It was was a trip. Um, but yeah, Jay Wright retains. 
Well, so you think it was supposed to be a different finish? I kind of feel like it did. Okay. Because of how abrupt it <clears throat> That's one of the things I got to go and look at the context, and everything that was going on to see what you mean. Yeah, because they had trainers. They, they didn't do the usual, you know, WWE stickers. Trainers coming out to see all that shit. Like, literally, it was, they had their match. They went for a good, I want to say about 25 minutes. Something happened to Cole. It was cover, match over, Jay White walking straight. And Adam Cole was still lame. And it wasn't one of those sales where like the person just lays there till the music is over. Like no, Adam Cole was nah, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. He was out. That match happened. Like, it was entertaining for the most part, but that finished, like I said. Then we had the match that I kinda seen before. But I was glad they got the second go around again. Those who don't know, it was supposed to be Hiroshi Tanahashi versus CM Punk, which I was really that, that that's the match that got that sold me on the pay per view in the beginning. Um, the one of the few times I actually watched AEW, <laughs> CM Punk comes out as champion. He has a report that he caught an injury match, um, so he needs to take time off. With the injury, they have the tournament for the championship. It comes down to John Moxley. I don't know who uh, in the finals for that. In the what the the qualifying for the championship? I mean the qualifying for the interim championship? Yeah. It was John Moxley versus Kyle O'Reilly, and John Moxley won. And see, I'm gonna butcher these names, so let me just try to get the last name. <clears throat> Tanahashi oh, Tanahashi B Goto. Oh, B Goto? Oh, Goto. Yeah. Oh, I guess Tana that was at, at an event called Dominion 612 in Osaka, yeah. Jai Hall. Oh, this, oh, Osaka Jai Hall? I guess, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, we got the finals. Mm -hmm. It's Hiroshi Tanahashi versus John Moxley. Oh, so they have history. Oh yeah, they have history. They have history. Oh, um, uh, this is who he took the uh, United States Championship from. No, no, no. He took that from Juice Robinson, who's another okay, member okay. of Bullet Club. Well, twice. Like, I thought was he, took, he took he took it from him twice. Oh no! You know what? You know what? You know what? You're right. He did wrestle him for the. Uh, uh, no, I just know he was the champion twice. Yeah, I don't know. I know, yeah, I know Juice was Robinson twice. was one of the people he beat. Yeah, so the other one was a Russian. Okay, you're right. Okay, okay. Um, and then Juice Robinson being a member of Bullet Club out of nowhere, I thought he was retired. Uh, I thought they. I thought, don't. I, I knew about it, but see, I couldn't give you a time limit on that. That's only because I just randomly see stuff on Twitter. My boy Juice Robinson, man. Uh, for those who don't know, he's famous for breaking Kevin Owens' nose and getting powerbomb for it on the next team. <laughs> you think that's why he got fired? That's why that was the last time we heard. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he got fired. He broke Kevin Owens' nose in the gate. Uh, damn near derailed Kevin Owens' debut. And uh, yeah, Kevin Owens power bombing death. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, DJ Parker left. Became Juice Robinson. Did a bunch of weird shit in Japan. 
And now he's Tony Storm's husband, right? Is it? Yeah, I think that's Tony Storm's husband. Never was. That's that's a very odd. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Juice Robinson is a new member of Bullet Club, and he's claiming a title that he doesn't <clears throat> own or carrying around a fake belt, he, like fake diesel. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and John Moxley completely tear the house down. As only they could. Um, obviously, John Moxley comes out on top because Hiroshi's not going to be full-time in Japan anyway. Or, I mean, full-time in America when he's the man in Japan. Um, but yeah, they tore the house down. There was blood. Obviously. People thought that John Moxley was injured, but John Moxley bleeds for fun. Uh, <laughs> so, John Moxley wins the championship after... <coughs> I mean, it was an okay main event. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen the Hiroshi match. But uh, it was yeah, standard. It was, about yeah, twenty yeah. minutes. I'll say about twenty minutes. The thing, the thing is, well, I didn't necessarily. Like I said, I'm not too familiar with the Japan uh, roster pool, but it was more so like, oh, I completely understood the whole why John Moxley was. It for me, it was it was John Moxley was going to be the interim champion. I mean, I got the we got the tournament just for the spectacle of it, but all right, knew John Moxley's going to be the interim champion. Now the question is, what what now and what match is going to what does does John Moxley hold the championship to face CM Punk whenever he returns, or like who's going to be champion? Oh no, he's the so, champion until they decide to do whatever. Oh no, no, no! I'm saying like, is it? I'm just saying is is. AW gonna hold the you leave the championship on Moxley into CM Punk's return, or to we get a Moxley versus CM Punk match, or or so who's gonna take it off of Moxley? I don't know. Actually, uh, with the way they view Jericho Appreciation Society, mm-hmm. it'll be Jericho. No, or I'd be shocked by that, or. It's a long shot, but uh, put it on Eddie Kingston, who's underrated. You know, really sucks that MJF is going through his shits right now. So that's, that promo wasn't a work. He was really mad know. at Tony Khan. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like I, I mean, said, I'm off the loop. Back then when it happened. No, no, I mean, back then when it happened, I'm like, hey, man, it could be a work. It couldn't be a work, though, for real. I mean, because I haven't heard anything. We since. haven't really got any follow up after it, though, for real. He's been removed from packages. I mean, he's been, I mean, he's been removed from a lot. Basically, a, this, a, this, a lot of the same things that is going on with Sasha and, well, less Naomi, more Sasha. The same things that WWE are doing is with with Naomi, I mean with Sasha, like removing her from the intro package, or it was just little stuff like that. That's basically the same thing that AEW is doing with MJF. But you know what clouds that what clouds that entire thing? That's what clouds that because MJF is so into his character. Oh, a troll! Yeah, 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 like, yeah. That, he is such yeah, a troll. This could be a complete like, work. Uh, it could be a complete because it's fucking MJF. But at the yeah, same time, it is, it's yeah, like... I got you, bro. This it, is really hard to take him seriously. You know what I'm saying? Really fucking hard. And if it's not a work, then I feel for the dude. But if it's a work, 
I'm sick of the people gonna start they're gonna stop caring about shit. Like and that's what makes me think that is not a work at all because there's the punchline. Right. You know uh we just now talking about it. That's the first time I've heard anything about it since it happened, so where's the punchline? Um, but yeah, Moxley clearly takes it. Don't know what's next. Uh honestly, I feel like Wardlow and Moxley should have a program. Wardlow and Moxley. Yeah. yeah. I feel like uh, wasn't Wardlow necessarily being groomed to be the, get that next spot anyway? Yeah. Hmm. I could do a Wardlow Punk return match. <clears throat> now, see, my thing about that, I think we're going to get a heel Punk when we do return. He do return. Why not? He's right. good at it. Right. <laughs> you don't even necessarily got to be healed if you don't want to. Just be polarizing. Right. Like hey, I'm, honestly, I'm the good like, guy, but I'm picking MJF, and choosing. Like MJF aside, like is there really any heel, like any heels left? Like everybody's gray area. In wrestling now. period. Yeah, like everybody's period. gray area. Look, look. What do we mean? Like heel, as in. Oh, this is just one bad, evil ass motherfucker, or do we mean heel as in just oh he's getting he's getting booze heel? Like heel as in like he's never gonna flip. Yeah, the only ones I see right. You know it's crazy. I actually would believe if 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 we hadn't already seen Babyface Roman and know that b- backstory behind that. Right. I would feel that yo he he's he's never gonna flip, but we already know why he you know we know the backstory of Roman, so we know honestly, why he's in heel. Honestly, like Roman being heel makes sense. And people clamored for it for so long. No, they're gonna they're they're, like, they're gonna, gonna push. turn him back, baby face. They're gonna turn him back, baby face. There it is. Just see, look, if he wasn't in the same vein. As of uh, you know, if he wasn't being groomed to be in the same vein as a Hulk Hogan, John nah, Cena, nah, or Rock, nah, if, nah, I can't get nah, nah, I can't get. No, hold on, can't. give me what, give me hold on what. <laughs> he honestly, I take back what I said. He's a gray area, like the the bloodline are gray area. They're very no, no, no. Gray. What, I, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is the the he's the face of this generation, right? As much as I hate to admit it, hockey is. Now, if you're just talking about young talent that's been grown through the WWE program. No, 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 no. Look, in, in 50 years, I'm not going to say 50 years, in 20 years, right? It, this is really actually really predicated on how long Roman Roman Reigns can uh, continues or whatever, right? Right. But in twenty, this they 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 look back, and oh, I, I how the fuck do I put a time pocket on this? It's a period of time where you look back and you realize, oh, uh, uh, Hulk Hogan was their guy. Oh, Stone Cold was their guy. All the faces that's there. Oh, The Rock was is their guy. Oh, John Cena is their guy. Oh, it, they're gonna look back at this this era that's going. And Roman Reigns is the guy. Roman Reigns is the guy. But here's the thing: like you said, you mentioned The Rock, you mentioned Stone Cold. 
Stone Cold was never really a baby face. In the whole I mean, essence see, of that character. See, but look, that's why I asked you, uh, that's why I asked about the specifics of it, the heel. Is right. he a heel? Where it, 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 were you talking about a heel that you, where the, where I'm the audience is looking at? Oh, this is just an evil ass person, or the heel where he's just saying things to make you boo him. He's just doing things to make you boo him that you don't like. Right, like there, there there's no heel like that. Like even with no, the no. Miz, like facts, facts, facts. I, no, I, my brain isn't even with him. Right, like the way I grade it is at the Miz level of heel. And then you have MJF. Those are really the only two that I can honestly say, like, are defi- like, by definition heels. A heel. Yeah, hold on. Let me let me get active right now. But, like, that's like, I, I feel that can be taken seriously. The definition of it. Everybody else is just gray area. If you really think about it, like there's no real definition of face, baby face, and heel. No, see, see, that's what I'm asking you. Like when you when you say them, what do you mean? Like they're heel because they just do evil, slimy, grease. Yeah, ball they, like, like you, oh, you, don't, you. Ex- you don't expect you. the Miz to be a baby face. You don't expect yes, yes, 100%. MJF to ever flip that card. Like you just expect them to be the slimiest. Season. But look, right. I'm no, I'm 100% in agreement with you. 100%. But just to play advocate, that's because I also see the gray area you're talking about, too. Right. But it's like Brock's never necessarily a baby face either. Like, he's a, but he flipped that part. It's a gray area. Yeah. He's in the gray area. But, but what but puts him in that gray area is because. His gray area, it doesn't matter who he's beating the fuck up. He's just there to beat whoever the hell right. up, though. I don't care if you're baby face, good guy, bad guy, I'm saying, like, it's, it's, not, it's not even, you got your two heels, or the two biggest heels in it. As far as I know, I could be wrong. And then you have gray area. You have a bunch of badass motherfuckers that yeah, draw. You. you know what I'm saying? Like that can yeah. draw out a drop of a hat. Well, that, that's Charlotte. Charlotte, she's not a baby. Charlotte hasn't been baby face since NXT. No, I know, I know, no, no, no. She's been baby face like a, two uh, or three times on been, main she's, roster. No, she's been gray area. No, she was baby face. No, she she was baby face when they turned her against when they turned Paige against her. Uh, Paige wasn't was, the heel. Paige was the Paige was the heel. Paige was the one who who turned on her and uh, who turned on her after she won the championship like, from Nikki Bella. But Charlotte was still Charlotte. No, that's the It was no. It was like two more times she was actually a baby. But that's the thing. Her character is her. See, that's what I'm saying. Look, by yeah, like, the heel and bit. Yeah, you're right because her character is just gonna be her character, and fans are just gonna either cheer or boo. So right. you're 100 percent right. You're like there's there's right no clear cut like everything is gray area. It's like everything is like UFC, all sporting events, all spectacle. There's no clear cut good or bad guy outside of the two. Look, I I that's subjective though, right? Because right, the main two, the standard we talk about is MJF and Miz. Right. There's 
and I get exactly what you're saying, but there has been times where like Miz has been healed and he's booed. I mean, he he got cheered strictly because he was spitting facts on that mic. Yeah, but that's 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 why I'm like, is it are we talking about the crowd's reaction or like them just doing slimy shit? Like slimy because, shit. and MJF. Like, MJ, bro, when MJF comes back and he cuts a promo, or he gonna, gonna get cheered. cheered as yeah, I'm, like no, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm talking about like clean cut, like even though the Miz gets the respect now because he went all, if it wasn't for him and Daniel Bryan, Miz wouldn't even have the respect. Let's just call that what it is. Like ever since he did that talking smack promo, like Miz got all the respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but contacts aside. Think of the Miz, what do you think of? Most grimy. Most, one of the most grimy, most, most dastardly, like. No, nah, don't trust this motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> but like, well, when you think of MJF, you think of one of the fucking most ignorant motherfuckers that ever, like, the salt of the earth. He owns it. Like, when you think of those people, you just, damn, they some fucked up individuals. That's why I say, like, those two are the only real. Top heels, as far as the mainstream, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about you know the the, the independent side of things as independent. Now that's okay, not a bad thing. That's question, not a good quick question, bro. Great. Okay, look, I need your five right. All right. Oh. No, top five, no order. Top five heels of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Now, now I'm, uh-huh. I'm not talking about, look, you actually can be more specific if you want to when it comes to time because we didn't see people's whole career to the point where time didn't pass where they w- were just baby, like Ric right. Flair as a baby phase. You know what I mean? Like, right, we know right, that just right. happened because yeah, of yeah. age. Right. Uh, top five heels but, of all time. First yeah. of all, Ric Flair has to go on the list. Thank yes, for, for a fact. That's why I had to say that specifically. Yeah, like Ric like Flair. Rick Flair off here. Fuck the, you know, the later WWE days. Yeah, no, no, the, the, horsemen were, the horsemen were some of the most fucking, da- it was a group of the most dastardly bastards in it. So, right. all in one damn group. That was <laughs> right. the whole point of the thing. So the horsemen have to go, well, not the horsemen, but Ric Flair has to go. And then if we're going to take, if we're going to talk about like top heels, of course, because he lives the character I'm going in Jeff. He lives the character. He is the character. All time? Not a, I mean, all time. That's not. Okay, well, so if we're going to take that back. Top five, no order. Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Uh, woo, boy, I'm going back. Of course, Vince McMahon. Yeah, I'm like, of course. Yeah, no way. <laughs> of, of course, Vince. Like, he has to go on the list. He's this terrible look, shit. Look, just because you know everything that comes with Vince, yeah. the whole McMahon family can be used as one answer. Yeah, yeah. even in life, without bitches on. Uh, <laughs> 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 He's a heel at life. Get along. <laughs> um, I have to throw Triple H on that list. So you got Rick, Vince, Triple, Triple H. H. Evil son of a bitch. An mm-hmm. evil son of a bitch. Got to throw Triple. We got the same list so far, bro. Dan Hansen. Refresh my. Got banned from the WWE for breaking Bruno San Martino's neck. Went to Japan and started beating the fuck out of people in Japan. 
He's a heel at life. He's a heel at life. He's a heel at life. A heel at life. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, you know what? Nah, I'll take back Stan Hansen. Take back Stan okay, Hansen. All right, all right, all right. The all great right. Muda. That 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 can make it honorable mention then. Yeah, honorable. Least. The great Muda has to go on my list. No great Muda. The great Muda, one of my favorite Kijimoto, one of my favorite Japanese wrestlers of all fucking time, one of the best heels in a long time. The great Muda has to go on it. That last slide. Oh, dude. Uh, count Hulk Hogan. Let me see if you got it. Let me see if you got it. Count Hulk Hogan. No, no, no. That's why I got. Yeah. I told you I can give you specific. You can use specific time periods if you want to, because I know how that shit go, bro. I know how I, it go. I can't count Hulk, man. Only because, man, like he's a heel that life too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't count Hulk Hogan at all. Uh, uh, that you know what? No, fuck it. Jake the Snake Roberts. Got you. Jake the Snakes. Jake the Snake Roberts. Look, we got the same list. The, the, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If there's ever, if there ever was a wrestler who the crowd on that psychological level. They cut some of the best promos and he made you fuck Yeah, a, a bit of a baby face run to help launch Austin 316. That's hit your ass. But, yeah, it don't get no better than Jake. Go back and watch all his old Golden Era stuff. It don't get no better than Jake. Bro. We got the same. What what what'd you have? Ric Flair, Triple yep. H, yep. Vince McMahon, yep. Great Buddha, and Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake. I got Ric Flair, Triple H, Vince McMahon, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, and. Look, was, look. Was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. My honorable mention <clears throat> is Tribal Chief Roman Reigns, bro. And look, the only reason why it is my honorable mention for the heel, right? Because right. that is legit the last match for, bro, since I was a kid. That I mean, I said last match. I just went to un, something unspecific as hell. Look, <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso at Hell in a Cell was that year two thousand? Uh, that was uh, Roman Reigns versus Jay. But that was like that was yeah, two years bro, ago, bro. That match was the first time something something hit me on the inside brother like for since i was a kid i'm like yo i felt so bad for, for jay. jay yes bro and i'm like yo he it, bro it was the part when 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 he tried to hit jay with the the, the belt with the the strap or whatever jay right. took it 
and beat him with it. And then Roman got it. And Roman, you know, no, this is during COVID. So, you know, actually, it's not even during COVID no more because Roman's back. But Roman got the takes the belt when he started beating him with like you. You don't do the whipping around here. I do the ass. But you know what? You know what? You know what works for Roman though. The fact that it's almost like he reached a breaking point. Mm-hmm. That was works for his character because lost to himself. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Loss, that most definitely like helped. He, he, he split. It's like he had a split personality. The times we were in most definitely yeah. helped his character. Yeah, because talks trash. He's really like, it, it, it just takes you places. Like Randy hears voices, but he speaks. Like, it's weird. Yeah, but my number five is Miz. Miz, Miz is definitely Hall of Famer. Like, he earned his rights in a big way. I don't care if nobody say it. Like, <coughs> Point out. But you know what? My honorable mention, because I know he still got a lot in the tank, oh. is, is Bray. Oh, uh, yes. It's Bray. Uh, look, I would have included Bray had, had it not been released and it just not been nothing lately. Oh, come on. I, I, I can't. Bro. The only reason I didn't include Bray is because I can't put Bray over Jake the Snake. Like, Jake the Snake had Thought evil break was scary. <laughs> Jake the Snake had people scared. I think he started with people, a couple people scared snakes. Dead no, ass. Dead <laughs> like, ass. I'm just saying, like, but uh, yeah, that's the only reason because Jake the Snake had, but it's just not by much. But he's just that little bit better. But right, yeah, Brad's my. Oh, is Mike even going to be up? Oh, oh, yes. I don't know. But yeah, when Bray speaks, people listen. <coughs> you know, and he can scare you. He can freak you out. Like, he, he can pull. He pulls at those strings very well. Really. He's an honorable mention for me. I'm on the top five of all time. But he, hmm. well on his way. He still got a lot left for the time. Yeah. I gotta turn on AW and go grab a the game for so, uh, Yeah, this is a throwaway episode. Going straight to the podcast. You see, like you you like see we, just, we just start talking about whatever at the end, but you right. know, gotta be that way sometimes. <laughs> right. uh, better late than never in the national controversy. Come to a close. So I like it. What's it on my TV? Jim West TV. Peace.